Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, guys? Cam Rogers coming at you for the Tiger Woods podcast, the only show completely dedicated to the GOAT of the PGA Tour. Music. Let's go. It's Believe in Tiger Woods on the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yet another edition of the Tiger Woods Podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one podcast destination. My name is Cam Rogers. Welcome into episode eight of the program. Folks, this is a Pro 19 Majors podcast. You know that. We're gunning for Jack Nicholas's 18 major championships and then going for number 19. Now some rough news. I am no longer on cloud nine. Tiger Woods missing the cut at the PGA Championship at Bethpage Black. I guess we all kind of went back to earth a little bit after that tournament. I'll get into my analysis about what went down at the second major championship this season, plus what another major champion said about Brooks Kepka and Tiger Woods comparisons. I'll get into that along with my own thoughts about what that major champion said later in the show. Hit me up on social media on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99. Hit me on the gram at Mr. Rogers 98. Some housekeeping stuff. Of course, we always encourage you to leave a review on the program. Recently got a very nice five-star review from somebody who has been thinking about starting a Tiger Woods podcast and is very thankful that there is one out there now. So I know there is a lot of hunger out there for Tiger Nation to get some Tiger-centric content. And I'm the only show so far that's doing it. So here we go, coming at you on the Believe Podcast Network. Also want to give a big shout-out to all of the radio stations that had me on their programs last week to prepare for the PGA Championship and give my thoughts on Tiger Woods. I was out there in Wyoming. I say out there. Of course, I was phoning into all of these stations and many other states throughout the country, North Dakota as well. So really spanning many, many states and different areas of the nation. So was really thankful to do that. Really thankful for everybody who allowed me to jump on these stations and these shows. And that ain't it. I'll be jumping on some other shows in the future for the U.S. Open and, of course, the Open Championship, perhaps the FedEx Cup playoffs as well. Currently in discussions with a sports radio station in Orlando, Florida, hopefully this week, where I will be making an appearance. So stay tuned for that. And also been in discussions with CBS Sports National Radio to talk Tiger Woods and the state of his game. So very, very thankful for the support so far. Very thankful for all of the radio stations that have had me on. Even though, referencing an old review on the podcast, this is just an okay-ish show. All right, so let's get into the PGA Championship at Beth Page Black. It was a short week for Tiger Woods. He did not make the cut Missing his ninth cut in his major championship career, he has played in 76 majors in total. Of course, we know 
he has won 15 of them. So for those who tuned in last week, obviously this missed cut was a bit of a shock to me because I predicted Tiger to contend at Bethpage. Not win. I did not pick him to win. I picked Dustin Johnson. If you follow me on Twitter, at MrRogers99, I threw up my power rankings. Number one on the list was DJ. He finished second, a closer second than what we predicted, or at least what we saw was coming, with Brooks Kepka having a big-time lead going into the final round, but that's a discussion for a general golf podcast. So with Tiger Woods here, missing the cut at the PGA is, yes, in a sense, a shock, but also, in another sense, the harsh reality of the game of golf and just how volatile it can be. For instance, pretty much you can predict the Patriots to win the AFC East year in, year out with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Football is not as volatile as the game of golf. I will give you an example. Justin Rose at the Masters from 2014 to 2019. Here are his finishes. T14, T2, T10, second alone, T12. What happened in 2019? He missed the cut. Missed cuts happen at the weirdest times sometimes. Like I said, golf is a variable sport. Perhaps the most variable sport out there. That's why it's so hard to predict a winner on tour. A, because at most there are 160 golfers out there, at least 90 golfers out there vying for a championship. But also because in any given hole, you can throw away the whole tournament. If you get an 8 on a hole and you run into some bad luck or whatever the case may be, you're done. You can lose the tournament on Thursday. So that's just how it goes sometimes. Like I mentioned, Tiger missing his ninth cut in his major championship career. And Woods admitted that he did not practice Wednesday due to an illness. Now, somebody asked me about this on one of my radio interviews about why Tiger did not show up to practice on that Wednesday, and I kind of shrugged it off. I thought it wasn't a big deal. Tiger is being as careful as ever in terms of protecting his back and protecting his health. I thought it was more of a mental day than anything else, especially because Tiger was at Bethpage prior to the tournament. Not talking about that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but the weeks before getting his practice in. That's the nature of this Tiger Woods. He needs to be healthy to play well. And Tiger thought he needed that Wednesday off to get a little more healthy for tournament play. But you have to wonder if his illness, or at least some of the effects of that illness, bled into tournament play on Thursday and Friday, leading to that missed cut. So, I know I'm spinning a little bit here. But you could put an asterisk next to that missed cut at the PGA Championship solely because Tiger was not 100%. But like I said, that's the nature of this Tiger. He is going to put through every precaution possible to be 100% healthy for a tournament. And let's not forget just how fickle back injuries can be. 
mentioned this on last week's episode as well. He may not have the range of motion one week to another. It could be different week to week, month to month. You just never know with back injuries. And especially with Tiger going through multiple back surgeries in his career. Woods even said there's more volatility than not when it comes to how he will feel any given round. So I want you all to kind of ponder that as we go forward in this PGA Tour season. If Tiger Woods has a bad back day, it likely means he's not going to win that tournament maybe likely not even finish inside the top 10. So you all were wondering perhaps why Tiger had this big layoff between the Masters and the PGA Championship, opting out of playing at the Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow, a tournament he has won before. Well, we're probably not wondering as much now because Tiger maybe was trying to get as well-rested as possible for the PGA, and even so, he was not 100% because of that illness. Now, sicknesses happen, you know, it is what it is. Not necessarily a physical injury, not a back issue per se, but still, illnesses can affect your muscles and all that. I'm no doctor or anything, I'm not going to try to be Dr. Oz here, but illnesses can affect various different parts of your body. So keep that in mind as well. Now, looking ahead to the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, or at least looking in between now and the U.S. Open, the only tournament we'd possibly see Tiger is the Memorial Jack Nicklaus's tournament at Muirfield Village. And even that is a little iffy. And I say that because you just never know with Tiger this year. If you listen back to a few episodes ago, I tried projecting Tiger Woods' schedule. The Memorial Tournament was on my list. I think he will play in that tournament, but it is still a little iffy. Especially with the recent transgressions on the golf course at the PGA Championship. If Tiger Woods does not feel physically and mentally ready, honestly, ahead of Muirfield Village, he will not play in the Memorial. He will be resting and going through his process, as he likes to say, to get ready for Pebble Beach. Let's not kid with ourselves, folks. Tiger only cares about major championships. Kind of like how Phil probably only really cares about the U.S. Open at this point so he can get that career Grand Slam. Alright, so yeah, the FedEx Cup playoffs could be in play and all of that good stuff. But the major championships are on another tier for Tiger, and he wants to be as ready as possible before those tournaments. Now, everybody's trying to make the argument, well, shouldn't he get more tournament reps ahead of a major championship? That always hasn't been the case with Tiger. He has had long layoffs before, even during his elite, unbelievable Tiger era, right? Yeah, we get it. Phil Mickelson likes to play the week before a major. That's kind of his routine, but not necessarily Tiger's routine. So something to bear in mind there as well. Tiger is not a guy to get in a lot of reps in terms of tournament play, especially if it's a tournament he doesn't like prior to a major championship 
or a tournament that he typically does not play. Now, on that note, with that missed cut at the PGA, one has to wonder if Tiger internally feels like he needs to get some sort of tournament play in before the U.S. Open. This was the case last year when Tiger was actually a surprise entry into the Valspar Championship in Tampa, a tournament that historically Tiger has not played very often. He ends up playing in that tournament and plays pretty darn well, finishing inside the top five. So could it be one of those deals where Tiger's like, okay, I played like crap at the PGA, I do not want to go into the U.S. Open with a missed cut as my previous finish. Let's play the Memorial, a course I know very well, playing for Jack Nicholas and all of that good stuff. Maybe that's part of the equation. I really don't know. But to recap, to put a bow on that, I did project Tiger to play at the Memorial, so we'll see if that actually does go down. By the way, for everybody flipping out about Tiger missing the cut at the PGA. That was not an easy tournament. There were only a handful of people under par after the whole thing was said and done. John Rahm missed the cut. He was a contender at the Masters. Bryson DeChambeau, a multiple winner on tour this year, missed the cut. Sergio Garcia, a Masters champion from 2017, also missed the cut. By the way, quick tangent. Sergio has been on an unbelievable run of missed cuts at major championships. He used to be a guy who was an automatic cut made at any major and a contender at multiple events in a given year. But since that Masters win, I don't know what's going on with the guy. His stats are okay. His iron game is solid. His approach game is really good. But for some reason, he's just been on this weird trend at major championships. So... Beth Page was a bear, and that was a big reason why I thought Tiger was not going to win this week, because the course wasn't necessarily perfect for his game, but also the mental burden of being the Masters champion at 43 years old and carrying that over to another major with so much pressure and all of that, even for Tiger Woods, it could have been too much. Okay, next up here. The Brooks Kepka Tiger Woods comparisons. Here we go. They're coming out, folks. It's time. It's time to have that discussion yet again with another player. Not Jordan Spieth this time. Not Rory McElroy this time. No, it's Brooks Kepka. Guys, can we not do this again? Please, for the love of God. Like I mentioned, we went through it with Rory after winning multiple majors in 2014. We went through it with Spieth after. A fantastic 2015 campaign where he won a couple of major championships. But thankfully, Justin Thomas is there to save my breath. So Justin, who did not play at Bethpage, by the way, due to a wrist injury, was at a Ralph Lauren promotional event and talked about the Brooks Kepka-Tiger Woods comparisons. And he took the words right out of my mouth. Here is the exact quote. Quote, You can't compare any of us to Tiger because the stuff that Tiger did, nobody has come close to. Now, if Brooks continues this run and does this for 15 years, yeah, you can compare the two somewhat. 
The guys won four majors. Tigers won 15. End quote. In other words, let's all just slow this down a little bit, huh? Sure, let's not write off the big victory for Brooks at the PGA. Let's stare at the facts. The guy has been unreal. Four major wins in his last eight starts. Two U.S. Opens and two PGA Championships. Absolutely stellar. And oh, by the way, he was very close to Tiger at the Masters in 2019. In the last 60 years, only 10 players have won more majors than Brooks Kepka. Brooks perhaps has the best mental game on the PGA Tour. Full stop, congrats to Brooks for winning at Bethpage, and congrats to Brooks for talking the talk and then walking the walk. If you recall, during that press conference ahead of the PGA, Brooks was like, yeah, honestly, there are like 10 people who could possibly be better than me at a given major. He said that, and that was online with like something Patrick Reed would say. If you remember Reed a few years ago winning at Doral saying he was a top three player in the world. Now, he didn't exactly walk the walk after that, although he did become a Masters champion back in 2018, so I'll give him that. Brooks walked it much better than what Reed did after his statement. Brooks has been the best major championship player out there the last few years. There is no denying that. But like Justin Thomas said, the guy has four majors. How about you do this, I'm not even going to say 15 years, eight years. And then we can start talking about the Tiger Woods comparisons. For some reason, we like to rush to judgment about who's going to be the next Tiger. Who's it going to be? Because we want that next iconic individual to carry the game. Let me be very clear. As of right now, there is no player who is going to become the next Tiger Woods on the PGA Tour right now. Perhaps there's somebody who's 10 years old out there who is on pace to become the next Tiger Woods. But in terms of the PGA Tour field right now, I don't see anybody. The closest might be, and I mean might be, Rory McIlroy, but I think even that is out the window at this point. The guy hasn't won a major since 2014. There was a point when you thought maybe Jordan Spieth could be that guy, but he missed a lot of cuts, you may recall, in his couple of years of major championship dominance at regular tournaments, regular PGA Tour stops, something Tiger never did during his dominance. You could point to Dustin Johnson, but hey, the guy has only one major. He has a ton of PGA Tour wins, but only one major on his resume. So, looking back, this happened with Rory back from 2011 to 2014, winning the U.S. Open in 2011 at Congressional. Another snoozer of a major championship, by the way, when he absolutely blew out the field. And then clipping his fourth major at Valhalla, the PGA, in 2014. Since then, Rory has nine top tens out of 17 major starts. That's not bad, but he's got no wins in those 17 starts. You gotta go back five years for the last time Rory 
won a major championship. Tiger Woods, in his prime, never went five years without a major championship. And when I say prime, I'm talking about 1997-ish to 2008. Then there's Spieth, winning the 2015 Masters, and then the U.S. Open at Chambers Bay. Clipping that win from Dustin Johnson, by the way. Then the 2017 Open at Birkdale. Since that Open, Spieth has gone T28, 3rd, cut, T9, T12, T21, and T3 in the major championships. Again, not bad, but nowhere close to the consistency that Tiger had during his prime. So... There's no denying just how good Brooks Kepka has been playing. That's not my point of this discussion. But much like basketball, golf is a series of runs. You get hot for a few years, but it likely won't last unless your name is Tiger or Jack. I have no reason to believe that Brooks is on the Tiger path at this point. I have more reason to believe, actually, that Brooks is on the Rory Spieth path, where, sure, Brooks will be up there on the leaderboards to come in major championships, but it's not like he's going to clip another six majors the next three years. I have no reason to believe that. There's more data out there, historically speaking, to point to some sort of drop-off coming. All right. You know, in economics where the economy is doing so well, you think to yourself, oh, well, eventually there's going to be a recession. Eventually, there's going to be a recession for Brooks Kepka. It's going to happen. Now, he could absolutely prove me wrong and end up winning the rest of the year in terms of the majors, winning at the U.S. Open and then winning at the Open Championship. Then we might have to have that discussion that, okay, Maybe we keep an eye on this guy in 2020 to perhaps be on a tiger-like path. So, in a way, hit me up on social media come late July after the Open Championship, and we can have that discussion. But for now, I'm leaning on Brooks coming back to Earth at some point. I thought it was going to happen at the PGA Championship this past week. That wasn't the case. But there's plenty of more time for Brooks Kepka to come back a little bit. All right. So those who say Brooks may be on a Tiger Woods-like run, let me just say, slow your roll, and I'll direct you to Justin Thomas's words, a major champion in his own right at the PGA Championship, might I add, for further assistance in believing in my theory. So that's the breakdown with Tiger Woods at the PGA Championship and what is to come. Hopefully, he plays in the Memorial Tournament. It might happen. It might not. We shall see. I'll keep you guys updated on social media about that. Plenty of more guests to come on this very show. Be sure to tell your friends about the Tiger Woods podcast. Subscribe. Leave a review. Get energized, guys. I don't want you to be down in the dumps because Tiger missed the cut at the PGA. There's plenty of more reason to believe that Tiger Woods will be a contender in every tournament that he plays the rest of the year. He won't get sick before every tournament. That I can promise you. 
So good stuff coming at you guys on the Tiger Woods Podcast. I'm your guy, Cam Rogers, signing off for episode number eight. I will see you back here for episode nine next week. Have a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. I'll talk to you very soon. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.